Uh, one important, very, very important thing. Do you like Haribo? Uh, yes. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, we, we, we are good. I, 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 yes, this year implement uh, the Haribo also in my, in my training, like a dream of children. I... Hello, everyone, and welcome to, to an episode of Go Off, where we speak with, with coaches. Uh, today we have uh, a very nice guest, uh, Rufo Loic. I'm in trouble with the name, but <laughs> you, he will he will present himself. So, welcome to to the podcast, to the episode, and feel free to introduce yourself because you'll do a better job than than I. Yeah, perfect. Thank, thank you for having me. Uh, so I'm uh, Loic Rufo. I'm 30 years old now. I'm I'm French. Uh, I live uh, now in Briançon, in, in the Alps. Uh, what I can say, so... <laughs> Do you consider uh, yourself an athlete or a coach first? A uh, coach, because this is my job. This is for, where, for, for what I, I am paid, not for cycling. So yes, I'm coach and I... Yes, I do a lot of cycling in my like free time. I have also a lot of uh, partners, but no, my job is to be a, a good coach. I hope. <laughs> yeah. be- being Italian, uh, I know you from a lot of races that Grand Fondos that are done in Italy. So I think last year or two years ago, you, you made some amazing results on the Maratona delle Dolomiti and Nove Colli. So yeah. how, how was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so from the beginning, I started I started the, the sports when I was young with running and tennis. And after when I turned fifteen, I think I started uh, the, the cycling in the on the road in the in the competition. I go in the like the in the elite, close to the professional. Um, I do. Uh, a very w- good uh, season in 2016, but I had at uh, the middle of the the season an injury in my hip. I I stopped for two three years. Uh, I can't race anymore. Do no big efforts uh, due to the the hip and back problems. So after I restart uh, slowly. <clears throat> Uh, return to the the competition in in sportive, what I'm also doing before uh, in the season when I I race in I was racing in elite. Uh, I'm doing both sportive and <coughs> and elite. And uh, yes, uh, in 2021 and 2022, especially I start to do more races in Italy, especially the big race like the. Novicoli, which I, I win yes two years ago for my first uh, time in Cisenatico, and uh, last uh, last year also winning the the Maratona. So yes, two two big goals when I was dreaming for a long time just to go and also to win. So now it's always uh, um, special to to race in Italy because especially in the sportive there is. Yes, a lot of uh, good guys uh, rode close, uh, perfect organization. Also, many people was looking around this kind of uh, uh, event. So, so no, yes, it's always 
a good and I, I like also the Italian spirit. I think it's close what I what I am like uh, yeah. <laughs> expl yeah. explosive people something. So yeah. no no, I, yeah, I, it, I like the terrain. It is it is interesting that uh, you say that those races are organized well because often people in Italy are very critical. To, to this thing, you know, the grand finals and stuff are organized so bad, you know, you can't do anything. But I, I've seen a little bit of races around Europe, you know, and to be honest, I agree with you. Yeah, they're not perfect. Uh, I mean, races like probably the Old Route, which, which you won a couple of years ago, uh, probably organized way better. But I think that overall, they are not too bad, the races in Italy. So they have good courses, nice climbs. and. Yeah, no, no. If the people uh, say this, they they just need to to ride in like a normal Grand Fondo in France, uh, for example. Uh, ma many Fondos in uh, in Italy are road closed, uh, well organized. Also with the the police, uh, there are no uh, time off because you, you know, uh, route. Okay, the organization is good, but. Uh, there is no road closed. There is time off, uh, especially in the downhill. So when you when you uh, when you go in the race, you want to to do a race from the beginning to to the finish to yeah and to yes go straight in, in the downhill. So no no. In average, I have also uh, do many races in uh, in uh, Portugal, in Switzerland, in Spain also. And yes, there is no other country. I think where you can find um, a lot of uh, many many Grofondo uh, during the year where with these qualities of organization. So for the so, Italian guys, stop complaining because it works yeah. as it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 and after uh, it's also I think the same as in France. Sometimes some people are very critical, but. Uh, they they don't want to to pay a lot of money for this. So after it's also a question uh, of the price of uh, the event and the money the organization can can get to to organize well uh, also and to provide some services. So yes, it's clear if you go to the maratona, the organization is perfect. But uh, yes, people are ready to to put more than 100 euros to to do the race, and I think it's not the same for every race every weekend. And instead of um, coaching, when did you start doing like your coaching career? Uh, so when I was injured in 2017, I I I qualified as a trainer and sport director. <laughs> Uh, um, after I also have a, a diploma in sports nutrition and mental preparation. Uh, after I moved to Switzerland and I I create with my brother our company for coaching service and also like event when we create some training camps around Europe and we are also a tour operator for a lot of big sportive like the Etape du Tour, Maratona or so now it's been, I think, five or six years we, we do this. So it was your, the natural evolution of your studies, your your path. So becoming a coach was something you you always thought you would do. Yeah, yeah. Be before I was just, uh, when I was on, just focused on 
on cycling. It was just the the idea to yes to not to be professional, but to try to to ride every day as far yeah. as I can, and maybe yes in 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 the period. Okay, I, I say okay, I need to be a professional if I want to be paid for for ride every day. But uh, in the same time, I I. Um, uh, yes, when I was 19, I trying to to study to to read a lot about uh, um, training, nutrition, recovery, and a lot of things. And mm-hmm. finally, when when I have this uh, hip injury, I take this time to to go ahead on this project to <clears throat> yes to to take mm-hmm. the Marketing. trainer and sport director. Yeah, yeah. Use your use your time in a in a good way. Exactly. So we said that um, you are very successful in Grand Fondos or like stage races. Um, I want to ask you first as a coach, uh, what do you think is the most important thing to focus when you prepare those events? Uh, So, I mean, people that like to finish in the, let's say, top 25%, what do you think they should mainly train? And second question connected to that. If instead of finishing in the top 25% of 20%, you want to win, is there any difference in the way you train? Yes, I think overall the most important is to develop aerobic uh, qualities, uh, to be able to be economic, to repeat like medium yeah. efforts, uh, efforts over several hours. Uh, it's also important to train with the specific gears ratio. Uh, try to reproduce the slope uh, with the position of the bike, which is different than if you ride on the flat or in the climb. After that, the altitude and it also can come into the play. Um, and I think the large part of the success in this event it's linked to the effort management, the pacing. I think it's really important to have a, a good, uh, uh, yes, a good pacing, good nutrition strategy, and also the capacity to listen to your body. But if you speak about more the just the the training, uh, yes, I think to develop the aerobic qualities is the most important thing. What I see it's um, too much people try to to focus on the VO2 max or FTP work really high intensity just to try to improve the number they can they can <clears throat> uh, put for 30 41 hours but finally they <clears throat> they don't um, they, they don't work on the capacity to produce uh, many efforts with the high percentage of this if you if we work with the FTP of reference this FTP so uh, finally, it's not the if you, if we just look at the demand of the of the event, how many riders will ride at the FTP during uh, the Maratona or the Marmot or yeah. ju- just maybe the top five will take a little bit of time when they they push, uh, otherwise just like the tempo zone. So it's mean. They, we need to. They need to work on the first threshold to have the first threshold higher how they can, just to uh, have the uh, low cost, uh, 
if, if they can, just to make sure also they, they, they don't have the problem with the, the muscle cramp and they can sustain the effort um, and can arrive the S with the, a good pacing and good mm -hmm. strategy at the end of the events after. It's different if you want to win uh because yes if we if we take the 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 two vision if you race for um, um a performance or if you race for, for the placement for the for the win yeah. exactly this is totally different and you I, I and it's the same for me i train to do a performance and after when i arrive close to the goal i try to put my mental and my strategy to to do a good place the better place that i can but in the training we need to to work on the performance and to to see all of the vision all of the data um yes for 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 the performance and when you when you race for the yes for the win you need to 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 um go a little bit further in the in the in the vision of the the race and to say okay maybe where in which efforts we can make a difference and also to change a little bit the the training or uh and and the, the capacities and and the work to to go a little bit uh, further on this uh on this training and it's also um <laughs> uh, um when you are faster you you will ride at higher pace yeah. than if you are low lower. So yes, it's different. It all start with the demands of the inside. But uh, for example, many people uh, say, ah, you attack a lot, or you. you but I I will I I'm not never, but close to never work on the uh, VO2 max or something. You just if if you have. Uh, the capacity to be fresh after four uh, uh, thousand yeah. meters of denivelation, you can accelerate not because you are good in this effort, just because you are because not you tired. You still have it. Yeah. <laughs> you are not tired, and this is just the goal: it's to to arrive at the end of uh, the race uh, without fatigue or without uh, too much fatigue, and this is when you can make the difference. And we. Uh, we all you always uh um uh yes mean um when the when the the time comes it's when all everybody is tired yeah 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 no i perfectly agree on on this especially if if you race to win but uh i also see one thing so you mentioned that work on your uh, durability work on your lower zones Usually that is done by increasing also the number of hours. So one of the most of the best methods is to have a big load hours. of hours during the week. Uh, for for amateurs who usually have also another job, this might be a limit. Uh, do you think yeah. they can still achieve, say, good results? So they probably won't be able to race to win, but they might be able to race to make a podium on their category. Or, or to finish in the, they have an idea of 10% or something, with uh, a time of, let's say, 10 to 15 hours. And if so, what should they do during uh, sessions to increase this uh, this kind of uh, 
take characteristic effort. Yeah, yeah, no, it's clear that the time and the volume it's a big key of the improvement in the in the performance after I think uh yes between 10 to 15 hours it's quite a good load also so it means you can have place to to work on a lot of uh, uh intensity but also to save the volume in just endurance for the base to assimilate the training after this is way where um the the coach uh, takes Thanks. the best part because we need to find a solution and different stress we can add in the training to improve the performance uh, with the same amount of time. So for, uh, I think for 90% uh, of people, it's really easy because first we need just to calibrate the training and for many people, they always ride in tempo. So yeah, the first yeah, year yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they're, they're in the middle, not too hard and not too easy. <laughs> yeah. So just work on the endurance and time in uh, intervals, uh, 80, 20, as we can say, and uh, we will improve for, yes, two years easily. And after, I think it's also the uh, capacity to and the understanding of the recovery. Uh, so in the in the ride what is the nutrition strategy in the training they need to use to improve the improve the load during the during the session so if it's uh, for endurance just to uh, don't uh, kill herself just to have a deficit caloric for when when it goes in endurance and get the adaptation and when it goes in the interval just to uh, have a good uh, a nutrition strategy just to can go further in the in the intervals and maybe add more blocks and finally uh, if they can do one two more blocks than they will do normally uh, at the end of the year this volume can be also a little it's game changer yeah, make the difference so yes th this is uh, also about the, the recovery if uh, some people uh, don't sleep uh, well if they don't care about what they what they eat. Uh, also, if they do massage or not, if they put some camps during the year. Or, yeah, so many different many things we can change. And after uh, uh, now back back to how days we know uh, more things about some strategy we can use like training or or something like this we can try with some athletes uh, or strength training uh to to when when they arrive that in the in threshold uh, uh for for many years trying to implement new things just to and also yes change yeah, because the, the body something different no that, that exactly. changes yeah exactly uh, one important very very important thing do you like haribo uh yes okay 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 we, we, we are good this is like, I, 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 like yeah i was uh, sponsored by uh morten the last uh, uh -huh. two years uh I, I, and normally this year i will change for another another brand but uh i i i 
yes, this year implement uh, the Haribo also in my in my training, like a dream of children. I don't like uh, when I was young. I don't like uh, uh, very much the Haribo, but now yes, it's good. <laughs> good. Uh, th this was a, a key thing. Uh, so, so you mentioned also uh, heat training. Now, something that is more and more, um, let's say, common. So we we're starting to see also, let's say, core sensors, or yeah. we're we're starting to see uh, jackets in the professional peloton of people that people use during warm ups. Uh, but I've also seen uh, you training with everything frozen around in in the snow. Uh, what do you think are the good training conditions because I have an opinion about this. If the temperature is below five or seven degrees, I don't go out. I mean, I've seen mm. you ride in the snow. I was like, how can you do it? But, <laughs> but, but mainly, uh, you know, I work in the office. So I say, if I go out, I'm not well prepared and something uh, below certain temperature, I think I can risk to get a cold. If I get a cold, I lose one week. So. I'm not very prone to this, but I've seen you do a lot of stuff outdoors and in snow. So yeah, yeah, because I, I think uh, this is a wide response possible. I think it will depends for uh, average person. It depends of a lot of things like the time uh, available for training, preparation, training, washing the bike, also the time of, of the day when they train, the personal motivation to ride in bad or poor condition and the cost of training in poor condition uh, as you say mental and also uh, physiological if we can say that uh, for me uh, personally uh, cycling uh, is the it's an outdoor sports and as as a cyclist I want to to I, I ride for for me for fun for the passion of cycling it's not my job. I'm not professional cyclist. I was not paid for this, uh, and I also want to uh, live uh, uh, and experiment uh, all of the things the these sports can can give me. Um, so I like to ride when, for example, today it was snowing. Some people say it's it's crazy. I passed uh, more at two thousand meters. Uh, in Montgenev, but uh, back when I was young, uh, 15, uh, when I, I started, uh, I just um, go in, in my club, uh, training with the, uh, the just one group of the, the uh, adults, they train for, for racing, I was just wearing like a, a vest, maybe the course was for 40 or 50 euros, because I just uh, starting with without protection for for the rain and finally just with 10 or 20 gram carbs per hour for five hours and I was doing the, the training every every uh, Saturday and Sunday during the winter and now I was I'm sponsoring sponsored by uh, Castelli I wear I think for 1000 uh, of uh, equipment just uh, in me per uh, for one ride, so I can't complain about this, and um, and I think also with the exposure, if if you say okay, I will not go outside because I risk I have the risk to get cold 
okay, but if you if you never go, yes, maybe if it, you it, just it go gets, one time, it gets worse. And it is in the same for for uh, for for the heat. Uh, now we saw every summer it's getting um, with more temperature. Okay, what what we do? We we stay at home just to put the fan and trying to have twenty. No, we need to go outside to to say to the body, okay, this is like quite normal for you. You need you need to adapt. Uh, and I think it's the 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 I think it's just a mental uh, game because, uh, for example, many people say oh, you are crazy to ride every day uh, under the snow. And it, but if you you I, I, I'm uh, I'm not a good uh, I, I I don't know how I can say in English, but I can get cold very very quickly mm-hmm. uh, compared for many people. Uh, if I if I not if I don't have the the good equipment, but I I don't um, it's not a problem if I say okay I will go outside with the good equipment because my mental say okay it's it's not a, it's not a problem yeah you can you can you can do it and you can adapt also on this uh, yeah so I think for it's yes it's a wide response. Uh, for after for for many people they don't have the possibility as me or many people who they can also go to ride uh, outside during the journey uh, they they yes they they need to go inside because they they do the sports after the job uh, uh, at the end of the of the day so so the trainer is the a good uh, combination and <laughs> one other point for me it's to say okay if i need to use electricity and to 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 see a computer to write okay i just i i work i don't know 40 40 hours per week behind the computer uh, all Enough. all was connected so okay if I, if i if i write i go outside <laughs> yeah. no, it makes sense so we're saying here that the body can adapt to a lot of things if the the mind Yes. So one, and once you go in the mindset, the body yes, will, will react. Exactly. And after, I think for this, this is why also I say with my trainee, uh, if you want, if you don't want to do, maybe there is a reason. They, they, okay, it's fine. Just go in the trainer. You you will do the session. You will be happy. And uh, it's not uh, an obligation to go outside and to don't. You need to enjoy. If you don't yeah. enjoy, uh, it's not good. Another big advantage of it is that, however, if you ride uh, in the winter, in the snow and everything, you start to get very used to the bike. So you can probably handle the bike. I remember you as an amazing descender. Uh, I think this also helps this kind of things. So getting yeah. a good, good feeling with your bike and to know its limits and the more time you spend on the bike riding it the better the better it feels yes so. definitely for for the techniques and also for uh, the knowledge of yourself mm-hmm. uh so oh, yeah. and uh, yeah because you you really know after how your body works um and how also the many steps for example if you go on the really a cold descent after you can feel your body get a little bit warm and warm to feel also the change uh, uh, in your in your body uh, and you yes after if you are 
if you have this exposition in the race, you know exactly uh, which equipment you need to mm -hmm. use in this uh, condition, how to, yes, how to, to drive, how to, yeah, to, you can take, take, take yes, yeah. take, take yeah. the bike, uh, also during the race and it gives what, what you a lot do of you have? What is your uh, bike? Uh, factor. Uh, why uh, did you choose the the factor because i really uh, like the the factory i think it's one of the most amazing bikes out there yeah uh three uh i used this yes three two or three years ago now uh they are also a sponsor a sponsor of me i was using an ostro uh, last year uh yeah. this year i used uh, for the moment the the new o2 and uh, they will uh Yes, buy also now a new Ostro in the in the next month. So I will use nice. also 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 the new one very quickly. Yeah. Bikes change quite a bit in let's say the last ten years because yeah. we, we've we've come to see you know the the aero bikes for the flat and then the climbing bikes. Now yeah. they are putting the things together. Now there is the, a lot of talk about aero about stuff. Do you think yeah. there's gonna be some big changes in the next years or where do well, you see this going? <laughs> Uh, I I think now we are arrived in the limit uh, because also with the UCI with the the weight, uh, but with the this yes the um, not many bikes are on the six point eight limits. Yeah. But I think now they try to improve the aero uh, and the weight in the same uh, in the same time, and uh, yes now they they do a lot. Yes, creative things for 6.8 with the with the with the disc. Um, so we will see if they if the yeah. UCI uh, change change something. But I, I think not for the for the moment. Yeah, uh, I, after, I agree with this. If after, the UCI changes something, probably the bikes will change. If not, yeah. I mean the difference between the SL8 of of S Works and the previous model is not mm. so big so if you see the bikes they are quite similar for something but, you know? but um, they they will not change because if they put for example six uh all many riders will go in the rim brakes oh yeah. <laughs> directly <Okay. Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. with the rim brakes you you, you don't have problem they might change some requirements about the the shape um, yeah because for example in the time trial if you go to a triathlon race, you see bikes of all different yeah. shapes. Uh, if yeah. you go to a time trial road, you see it has to be like this, has to be the triangle here and everything. Yeah. So the, the yeah. moment they remove things like this, I think you might see in the la in the last year we saw you know the hoods that were yeah. bent inside. Yeah. Now, now they said yeah. no more. Okay, we go back yeah. to the standard one. Yeah, uh, depends on the UCI probably the uh, the evolution. Yeah, so, yeah. we'll see. And during the training, let's go back to back to training. Uh, what do you look in your Garmin? First, as a coach, what do you yeah. look in the in the Garmin in the data of the people you train? And instead, for yourself, where you are riding, what are the key things that you want to keep under control? Yeah. So for for my trainees uh, after the ride, so I mean, you check the timing zone. Uh, yes, during the the ride. Uh, Which tools do you use? Uh, I, I, okay. I use I use uh, WK05, so it's nine. Okay. But um, it, it depends. After I I 
for, for me, the most important is the, to calibrate the zone uh, two, mm -hmm. uh, the endurance. So we use like uh, some lactate uh, testing. Mm -hmm. After okay, the tempo uh, SST and the, the threshold zone uh, with the critical power or or the the lactate uh, test. And after we have the uh, VO2 max zone, and if we have the if we use the, with WBK for the FRC and the, the Pmax. Um, so yes, the the time in, in zone uh, after also the the power earth rate and cadence. I I like to to see how the cadence goes uh, in time. Uh, so during the exercise, when I put some some exercise. Uh, the decoupling between power and earth rate before and after they do exercise. And if I have uh, people who they take uh, like they just to check the lactate uh, yeah. value of, uh, of every. Um, so this is at the, for one ride. <clears throat> and uh, uh, during the training in the Garmin for me, I, I have many page, but uh, mainly it's the three seconds uh, power. Uh, after it's more the when I do exercise the uh, lap power the heart rate uh, for some workout uh, uh, the kilojoule also if uh, mm -hmm. if I want certain amount of uh, kilojoule uh, long rides yeah from rides or uh, intensity and when I want to have some works before to try to to start uh, exercise. Uh, if I do heat training, it's like a temperature. So yes, it depends um, what I want to to uh, to work and uh, to see. <laughs> so, yeah, depends depends a lot. You are saying you, you you look also at the cadence, which is something that is let's say it's been debated uh, a bit in in the last years. Uh, what what do you see like? People that the more they get tired, the lower cadence they have, or what yeah, do you yeah. think the cadence yes, is relevant? If, if uh, for example, uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, speak about one session or five time five minutes uh, mm -hmm. SSD or second threshold. Uh, if uh, for example, if I say okay, free cadence, uh, and if the rider ride at uh, fifty five uh, RPM for all of the uh, first uh, uh, three first set. And if I saw the cadence was starting to uh, go a bit lower for the uh, four and for the last one, maybe I I ask how was the how was the, the feeling during the because when you start to be a little bit tired, uh, you will trying to yes to to use more your muscle than uh, your cardio. Uh, so you will start to decrease the the cadence. So I I think and I was looking it's a good uh, indication of the uh, the fatigue also yeah. and also the time uh, the time they 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 go out of the saddle we can see uh, in the change of variation of the cadence. If you are fresh and you feel good, you can during interval stay uh, in the saddle and when you start to 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 yes to be a little bit more tired you will go um mostly uh go out of, of the saddle more with more frequent so it's mm -hmm. also a good indicator yeah yeah, yeah I, I personally don't use it a lot um I, I, I usually tend to let people choose their cadence 
I but sometimes I do some some work, some maximum cadence to improve, you know, the coordination of, of the person and yeah. to recruit something from the neuromuscular side. But uh, yeah, generally is is something. No, it's 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 interesting what you said because it it can tell something and uh, yeah, I didn't consider it a lot so so far. So yeah, yeah, it's, if you, and me also in some if I work if I want to work in the power uh, zone even if I don't uh, get like a guidance for cadence. I say okay, it's free, but just check how what, what the the people uh, do with the the cadence in the in the in the training also. And when deciding what to do for a certain athlete that you follow, so you no, know, obviously uh, they have some races in mind, so you train for the race. But in training for the race, do you prefer to make their good points even better? Or to say, you know, you're very weak in in endurance. You should focus on endurance. Or you're very weak in sprints. You should at least put the sprints to a decent level. What do you tend to do? You tend to optimize for the race. You tend to make a general base level for everything, and then work on what is most important. Uh, so for this depends um, what's the goal in the short, medium, and long term, mm -hmm. uh, because. Uh, uh, if people say, okay, I want to, to train and my goal is uh, to be here in three years. Okay, we will uh, work differently as you say, okay, I start in January now, but I want to, to do these events in, in July this year and I want to be in my best shape for now. Okay, so we will not have the same vision of training if we have six months to train or if the big goals and the main goal of the coaching will be in three years. Uh, what it's clear is uh, I always train with the with the um, uh, the focusing focusing of the of the demands of the events. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes, if the people want to do like an uh, grand fondo, the sport pool or something like this. Okay, we will uh, need to work on endurance uh, if the yes people want to do like a, 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 a sprint uh, in piste uh, or criterium. Yeah, or criterium it's totally different. After for the strategy, it depends on the uh, time available for training. For some uh, people, we have time to. To work on the on the on the weakness, and for for some people, we just need to to prioritize. It's what we speak a little bit uh, before. It's for for people. Okay, strength training it's good, but for some people, we we don't have time to do this because they just have two times or three times to ride in in the week. So we need to prioritize uh, and to have the better cost of time. And the the benefits. Yeah. yeah. I also see uh, something that I like to do is, for example, I see a Grand Fondo rider who has, you know, sprint five seconds, seven hundred watts, which you say, you know, it can be better, but I don't want to train this guy on the sprint because he wants to do Grand Fondos. So what I what I find here is that when the season ends and when we have, let's say, 
the, the start of the new season, which is for my, for my ideas is November and December, which kind of off season starts the preparation for the new season. I tend to work a little bit on the weak sides. So this means sprints for, for guys who do grand fondos or probably steady pace and let's say threshold endurance for guys that do crit. In this way, yeah. you know, it's not specific for their event, but it brings everything a little bit higher. So in case there is a semi-sprint in Grand Fond or a breakaway, they have a little bit more kick. Or if they go in a yeah. breakaway with two people in a criterium, they can handle it. Yeah, but uh, yes, after I think, for example, the sprints for the Grand Fondo, many people say, okay, we don't do sprints. But if you check uh, the demand of the events, uh, many Grand Fondo, uh, they have at the beginning uh, time with uh, in in the with the in the peloton, uh, which uh, they have many uh, peak power, and so uh, so I think for the weakness we have there are two points. The first point it's okay. For example, if we take the sprint vision, okay, sprint vision maybe it's not an um, um, big point for the performance in Grand Fondo, but we know sprints can improve also uh, efficiency uh, in the in the in the training process. So we can use this for for this like a stimulus for this or as uh, we, we start to explain before, because uh, in some Grand Fondo for the first 30 minutes, uh, there is like a flat part. And if we just uh, have uh, low cost of these efforts we need just to have maybe a stimulation in the two weeks before with some sprint at the beginning of the ride in endurance just to when the riders arrive here and when he arrived in the race and they, he needs to do 20 repetition of 10 seconds more than uh, VO2 max they this they these efforts don't crush uh, uh, him yeah, this is this is also a very nice idea. So to put like the specific preparation for the race, consider what you actually do in the first part of the race, because I agree that there are times of an hour in the sport pool, but the first hour, if you come to the first climb that you are completely damaged yeah. by the small attacks, you're yeah. not going to have fun on the mangen or role or whatever. <laughs> yes, I, I think this is uh kind of the same of uh, the acclimatization when it's hot uh, maybe in the uh, last two three weeks of the before the event you just need to to have a stimulation it's not like a development but it's just a stimulation of the body in some uh, differencing um, when the yes the, the rider we will have to to go in the in the in the race one interesting thing so in the summer we said there is uh heat adaptation and there also there is altitude adaptation no so the two things yeah. usually are very difficult to reach at the same time because if you go a 3000 meter it's usually cold it, it, it's very yeah. hard to find 35 degrees in in livigno or in yeah in height um what do you think is best to to tackle uh probably for ground founders you probably look at the temperature that is in the area and you see you know if all the race is at 2000 meters and 15 degrees heat training probably can have lower benefits than altitude training if you do it in the long term 
a long, long, uh, long period. Uh, I think I think the 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 problem with the altitude for some people is just the pacing, because if you say when you arrive close to two thousand meters, uh, reduce the power by ten percent. The, the and finally the uh, perce- uh, the, the yeah, yeah, perception the will save the will stay the same uh, and and finally they will not uh, go over over the limit or over the zone uh, so I think for for the majority of the person the the altitude if they don't uh, have a good exposition I think uh, there is also two things about the altitude. There is a long exposition, like three weeks in Livigno. Yeah. But I think, okay, it it can helps for to do some efforts in altitude. But it's more to improve uh, something in hematologic uh, hemato- uh, things. Yeah. Um, but you can you can also have a good uh, um, some exposition, like uh, just in some rides to go. Uh, over 2,000 meters of denivelation, do some effort just to to have the feeling. But yeah. I think it's mainly it's the pacing. You need to pace yourself when you arrived uh, close to 2,000 um, uh, meters, and uh, just to to make sure uh, in your body the, the the efforts will not change. Maybe you will not try not uh, ride at. 250 you just need to go at 2 220 and the altitude will will not give you not uh, more fatigue uh, for the heat it's totally different okay you need to pace yourself because when it's really hot uh, the body uh another stress but i think it's more easy to uh, to have a good adaptation uh, with the heat protocol just uh, six, eight um, um, ride uh, with it protocol uh, before the before and you can also have a good um, a good uh, result with the uh, low uh, perception uh, like in in the normal uh, temperature yeah for for the the altitude it really means that you have to think about what you are doing because you need to see the course profile and to understand the the concepts that that you know, because a lot of pe- everyone that is training, let's say a couple of years in a structured way, knows that with the altitude the powers goes down. What they do, yeah, they, they press lap at the beginning of the climb, and they keep the two hundred and fifty yeah. watts in, in all the climb. And you said, okay, guy, but yeah. you didn't understand yeah. something. You know, you're missing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why it's I I. I in, in training, it's also important to try to uh, for the people to understand how their body works and what is the difference because uh, the production, so the power they can see in the in the computer, and uh, what what's in inside. Uh, what is the cost of these efforts? And the cost can change. It's not. Uh, it's not like a binary. It's not one equal one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, this is very an interesting point, and a lot of uh, things can change between some people because some people are need, need to, to reduce the power by ten or fifteen percent, and some people well, just five percent. It's it's enough. Yeah. 
Another thing that I, I've seen quite a lot is, uh, yeah, amateurs uh, that, let's say, we, we go on an altitude camp and they go one week or seven, eight days in Livigno. And they come back and they feel, oh, you know, I feel so good now. <laughs> and, and, and to this guy, I'm like, yeah, okay, everything good, but you feel good because you've been there a week on the holidays and you went on the bike every day. You're not feeling good yeah. because you had some adaptation from, you know, the hemoglobin or the, the blood perspective or some yeah. adaptation. And this is no, coming more and more. And to, the, to these guys, I usually see, you know, you had, you, you came back after Livigno and you're feeling very nice and you're doing also better results than before. If you went on a, on a place that it was not 2000 meters, but at 500 meters of sea level, you would have even better. No, because yeah. you don't, you don't, you wouldn't have this problem of what well, the eh, no, but Livigno is Livigno. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. I think what is here, it's also with the altitude uh, to produce efforts, it's a little bit uh, uh, more difficult. So, yes, it's clear, uh, like the, the perception can be quite more high when, when they are in altitude and when they go in the sea level, they, they can feel. But it's just like a feeling, well, feeling, feeling uh, improvement. It's also good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I mean, the placebo effect is yeah. as important as, as the actual effect. So, yeah, I, I tell them this and then I say, look, if you want to go to Livigno, go, go. to Livigno. <laughs> <laughs> it should be nice. So you will, exactly. you will have fun and, and it will work. Uh, so, one, we, we are closing here. So last couple of, of things. I remember you from, from the outroute in some years ago that you were racing very aggressively. So you were saying before that you were racing this aggressively because you had the durability. And you were also seeing how the other people around you became more and more fatigued and you said, okay, you know, I'm feeling well and, and I'm going. But in general, do you, when you go on a big race, do you plan before, like, you know, after four hours, I might try to attack or do you, you make your strategy on how you want the race to develop when you think you are going to go all out, when you're going to attack, or you just see where it goes and have some ideas before, but then depends everything on the race. Yeah, I, uh, yes, I, I can't remember if i think i i never wait four hours to attack maybe 20 minutes it was the max <laughs> maybe maybe 30 minutes no um i i really like this because uh as i say at the beginning i i write for for pleasure it's, yes just like 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 a game and uh in the race i like uh, to make the race uh, difficult uh, mm -hmm. for the other and for me for myself too because i was not uh in other planet um but i, I like uh when at, at the end the last hour we are all in the limit when the power uh goes down and we just try to maintain what so this is why i always try to to make the race um harder than, than mm -hmm. I can at the beginning, because if I don't do this, um, just the time passed, the two, three first hours was just tempo in the climb. And, and I, don't, I don't like this because I know many other riders, maybe they 
they don't have the durability I have yeah. can 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 play the game and also um, and also maybe the the gap and uh, in the final decision was um, uh, reduced so this is why I, I like also to have uh, this uh, strategy yeah. and <clears throat> so I just uh, I, I, I see uh, how the race goes, uh, and uh, sometimes there, there are some opportunity. Who, yes, we we don't uh, expect, and we can we can go on this. But uh, yes, after if I go in the race, and I just say okay, let's let's try to do the race other than than I can, and if. Other people, other riders want to also play the game with me. It's it's cool. Otherwise, uh, I try to 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 do this anyway. And this is the perspective from a guy who races to win the races. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is yeah. this is your position. And With the yes. people that you follow, do you do you talk about this? Do you yeah. give them some some advice? Because I think that if a if a guy that is on a definitely lower level than you tries something like this. It might end well, but probably it won't end well. So. Yeah, but so so I have me uh, I have uh, some uh, some rider who they they are very close to the like riding for top ten or top five. And when I say it's and, and for me I I I do like this because I, I don't okay I want to to win some race, but if I I if I come in the race I want to play. Uh, uh, anyway, I, I will not stay in the wheels and go just like in the climb and winning the race. I prefer to 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 attack and to try to to enjoy uh, all of the race and finishing fifth. Uh, but uh, it's okay. But for many people and the people I I train, I can't take this because they 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 are more focused on, on the results. So and the best strategy is to, to pace and this is why also i like to attack because i know some people are not are not strong enough to to follow him uh for 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 all of the race but they try to follow and finally they play how game because if you are uh if you are not strong as a rider who he attacks the cost uh for you was higher than than for and finally more they they come in the attack more the, this will play how game at the at the final because they will uh i uh are tired um very very early in the in the race so for my trainees i say okay pace um in some parts you can uh go a little bit over this limit just to go on the group but if you if yes, after it's also to know how the race can uh, observe the race, have an observation and make a decision uh, about uh, the, the strategy we 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 plan uh, at the beginning and how the the race goes and what's happening in the race. I, I will make an anecdote out of this because I remember it clearly. It was 2021 and we were in the Ultra Cups. And you you were racing there for the win with another guy from Brazil. Uh, my goal in that race was to finish in the top ten. Um, so we had different approach. I remember that in one stage, uh, the Otrud had has neutralized the sense in some parts. I remember that 
for some reason, you, uh, to neutralize the sense, you decided to attack to go one against one against the Brazilian guys. Yeah. At that point, at that point, I didn't understand why. After I understood why, because <laughs> now you're explaining me why do you do something? You know, also to to play, to push to the limit, to to see one to one against him, to have a tactic that can disorient the guy. So yeah. that that was a very very nice move. So see, yeah, you, know, you yeah. remember it. <laughs> yes, yes, because in this stage, uh, people was just uh, f uh, following me all of the ride, and uh, when I when I was on the front, I pushed to forty to fifteen, and when he passed, he was just uh, three, uh, me three, three, three forty, three sixty, and him just uh, three hundred. I say okay, uh, and when we arrived at the, at the end of the Corme, I say okay. I will not stop for any P or, or feeding zone. I will go and if he want to catch me after, he just uh, need to push. And it's uh, also a point uh, when when we speak about uh, if you would like to attack and do some move uh, early, earlier in the race. It's also a mental game because if we if um, if we see a guy who we can attack at some moment when it's really difficult. Uh, for some people, you just break the mental. You say, okay, he's too strong. And for some people, you say, oh, you are too strong. But you don't know. You don't know how I'm feeling. Okay, maybe I'm really farther than you, but maybe, maybe, uh, maybe no. And cycling, it's also a mental game. And yes, you, you need to play this game. And um, yes, sometimes it's, it's good to do this. Yeah, but but depends also on what, what is your goal because your goal there was first to win, second to have fun. Yeah, I, I was in a different position. I was my goal was you know uh, I know I'm probably not in the first ten guys, but I want to try to reach it. So my tactic there was, you know, on the neutralize the sense, take your time, stay with the group, recover, rest. Yeah, I remember that in one stage between uh, there was just the very last part of probably some five kilometers that was time. I took a nap in the yeah. middle of the race to make the yeah. last part. So I stopped, I spent an hour, I drank some something, I slept, and then I made the last five kilometers on my own. Yeah. So the, the approach can, can be different. Uh, there are the rules in the competition. Go for it and go for your objectives. So uh, I think different perspectives uh, of different people there's not only one rule, uh, you know, there's only, yeah. if you want to do this and makes you happy, go for it. Yeah. So, and especially in the, in the, the rules are, oh, yeah. yes, really different than yeah. in other race. So it's can, yes, take, yeah, yeah. yes, give, give parts of different uh, strategy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this comes also probably some in, in feeding in, in some other races. I mean, you can improve if you place people around that give you some, yeah. some feeding. You know? So you have to consider everything that is possible in that race. You no, know? so and yeah, yeah. use them use them to to your advantage. For me, it yeah. was just staying in the wheel. If I saw you attack, I said, yeah, yeah, go goodbye, see you at the finish. Yeah. <laughs> but if, instead, if I saw the guys that I was competing with for the in my case the fifth or sixth or seventh place, I would say, okay, this guy, I cannot leave him. You know? So if yeah. he attacks, yeah. I follow. Yeah, and if if you pace yourself in the, with the good strategy, even if one rider seems it's he's stronger, maybe if you are not far, if he crack or if you have something, you can yeah go close to this guy. If you just try to follow, 
uh, yes, and you, you just trust yourself, and there is no no way you you can trying to to go close to to him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, understand what is the competition, what are your limits, and why you do the race. <laughs> now that is that is the main question. <laughs> Where will you see you next year? I mean, this year, uh, in two thousand twenty-four. What are your uh, main goals? Um, my main goals it's uh, it's the Ozella. Uh, mm -hmm. in August uh, also the the Maratona uh, I will go also in the Novikoli in the yes, many race after I will trying to 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 do some new challenge in uh, Portugal uh, also the Taiwan KOM challenge oh nice uh, is, yes nice. maybe some one or two race in, in Spain yes I, I, I would try to 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 do new things uh, it's good to to do some big race, but when when you have win one time, for me it's uh, it's okay. It's done after. It's all, all also always cool to trying to to reach uh, this emotion to uh, to cross the line first in the big events. But it's all, all, also good to trying to have a new challenge to find new people meet in uh, another country. Uh, yes new experience and gravel you like it you don't like it no um i i can't say i don't like it i don't take uh i don't take time to uh to do uh i think i will uh i will uh, try in the next uh, years to to explore more in gravel around my house because there is a lot of uh things to to do uh after for the race i think same. we yes we are we have uh, many events uh for the moments in the in the road and uh i i think the the gravel will go more like in um yes like an ultra to yes 10 hours of uh of racing for some events or for me it's yeah. it's a little bit yeah, it's not the same as uh, what we what we do now, but good for some some people. So you see, I mean, you really like road cycling. There are a lot of things to do in road cycling. Yeah, it's yeah, better. yeah. Makes, yeah. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Well, good. Like many many thanks for for the conversation. I think yeah, we touched a lot you. of a lot of things on the on the Grand Fondo side on how to coach for this side, and I think it's been it's been very interesting. Yes, Th Thanks thank you again. very much. Thank you uh, and see you on the race. Yeah, oh, so yeah, if I ever come back, I'm overweight right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to do my best. See you, see you around probably. <laughs> probably we'll see each other in some races in in Italy, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Thank ciao, you. ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye.